Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? This episode brought to you by Apple Air Power. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, wait. No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, I highly recommend if this is your first episode going to actually listen to intro.thatkindofnerd.com, learn a little bit about us, a little bit about the show. I'm also going to recommend a different episode that you should listen to that's not on that list because I just re-listened to episode 26, My MK Ultra Status. Uh, I got to say, guys, uh, you guys are hilarious in that episode. It's... <laughs> I mean, we're pretty hilarious in general. It's really good. However, there's a, a brief moment. And uh, listener, just go on me with this journey as I rediscovered one of our old episodes. We were talking about a article uh, that was in like Esquire, this like uh, profile on Lex Luthor and how he wasn't like the original Lex Luthor. Like he's a junior. And we had such hopes and dreams for Batman vs. Superman. And we were also talking a little bit about the Watchmen series coming to HBO and we're praising Snyder and saying there's no one else that I would trust for any franchise. And I mean, and we're going to cite Batman vs. Superman as why he's again just a, a continuous, consummate, fantastic director. Wow, we really got the rug pulled out from underneath us. It's so sad to hear some hopes and dreams and aspirations just fall apart very quickly. Nerdy dreams dashed on the rocks. So, uh, on the rocks. You're not used to being disappointed, are you, CJ? (laughs) Disappointment has become a... Daily It's a constant in my life. let, let Let me tell you, it was 2015. 2015, CJ was way more optimistic. Hmm, indeed. Hmm. I spent too much time around you guys. Also, the audio quality on the show has gotten immensely better, and we haven't done much equipment-wise. So just very, very happy with overall performance. Good work, boys. So now that we've done talked about ourselves for about three minutes, hey, what up? Let's uh, let's start off the show with, uh, listen, guys. It, yeah, it, pull the rug out from underneath me and contradict your intro to that kind of nerd <laughs> yourself. All right, being that it is the first of the month, uh, it is our duty. Brian's duty to put together an all-natural, no-color-added, and no-preservatives blockbuster. GMO, responsibly sourced, conflict-free. Mm, yes. Free, free range. Free range. Ladies and but gentlemen. not cruelty-free, because no. this month sucks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the blockbuster. Take it away, Brian! I was just expecting, like, the Gong Show music to come out, or, or Price is Right. <laughs> I can't afford that. That's all cut. This month is is a, is a little sparse. Uh, uh, but we no, do. It's, not. it's sparse in nope. number. Big, maybe not in big quality. Month, boys, big month, would, boys. Book ended. Very, very. Would well you let me finish? <laughs> this is Brian's segment, Josh. How dare you? It's sparse in quantity. There's like five movies that are actually worth seeing, and one of them I only put on there because it's an Earth Day movie. But we're going to start with April 5th. Woo! Sees two releases. Shazam, Shazam! Which we've talked about ad nauseum. I think we are all going to see it. Some of us have already seen it. Someone here already saw it and can tell you that it is this answer has been retracted due to Brian's request. Thank and you. I think that, uh, again, retracted due to Brian's request. That's, I mean, that, that's as much as I can say. Also coming out April 5th is the new version of Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Hard pass. Hard pass. I'm hard actually interested. I want to see pass. this. 
Or is it because you're scared? Or I'm a what? scared. I'm a scared. Just like, you're, you're, I would love to scared. see us, but I can't see us. I would like to see us as well. I've heard very good things about us. Yeah. Moving on, I believe uh, April 12th is uh, another day for, for us that we're excited about because the new Hellboy comes out April 12th. We'll see. Josh didn't like the hangle of the dangle with the, the arm. I, I didn't like the heat of the meat either. No, no. <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm still on the fence. I mean, even even with a list, I'm still going ah! with a list. Oh. I'm I'm bought in. Um, but if it, if I didn't oh. have a list, it would be a wait and see. Yeah, mm. I, I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, I might not run out be, to the theater. I will be but happy will to watch it. this movie on Netflix or HBO when it comes out. But I, you know, I mean, okay, we'll see. You have a list though, right? Uh, yeah, but who's got, who's got Free the movie. time? Who's got the time? I mean, you get out of the house for a little bit, CJ. That's what I did with Shazam. Get some, get some popcorn. And, when I, and again, yeah, when I saw Shazam, yeah, this yeah. answer has been redacted due to Brian's request. Not All likely, night. Not likely there's a jungle gym in the Hellboy Theater, so you're probably going to oh, be Oh, okay. most certainly. You know where else there's a jungle gym? Actually, I actually heard there was a swing set in the theater for Penguins. Penguins, Comes yeah. out April what 17th. What the hell is this? Didn't we already have it's a Penguins Disney nature. Movie? It's Disney Nature. You can't Earth beat Day March movie. of the Penguins. You can't is it do gonna that. Be, is it going to be Morgan Freeman? Who's narrating? Mm, Kristen I, Bell. I Chris, who? Really? Is it Kristen? <laughs> Brian's Bell? like, I, I may go see. She this did one. Yeah. She did. I'm she intrigued. just did a movie. This Penguins movie. Penguins, as Benedict Cumberbatch would say. The Penguins. 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 If you don't, hold on, hold on. I am dropping the clip now. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, not saying penguins properly, and. Is penguins crested penguins parent penguin heading home? I hope you enjoyed. Uh, Ed Helms. Mm, yes. Wait, 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 wait. Rivet did do. do is narrating that that movie. He's narrating the penguins movie. If um, he could please the story of Steve and an Adelaide penguin on a quest to find a life partner and start a family. When Steve meets with Wuzzo, the Emperor Penguin, they become friends. But nothing comes easy in the icy Antarctic. Oh my god. This really sounds like Happy Feet 3. Oh Narrated by Ed Helms. It's not animated, bro. Narrated oh, I know, by I know. Ed Helms. I'm watching this trailer. He's getting chased by a goddamn seal. <laughs> I really want the penguin to like slide across some ice and for him to go. You think maybe he'll handle this one just a bit more seriously? Oh, the penguin is sliding down some ice. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was ready to just bash this movie. I think this may be the second best movie of the month. Nah, yeah, this is, yeah, oh, they're going to touch beaks. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to touch beaks. And that's it for April, right, guys? Yeah, that's it. There's nothing else coming nothing out in April. Nothing else that I know. No, at least not nothing, nothing, nothing on good. the, the, the nothing 26th good. of April yeah, no. that day. Oh, there's something happening on the 26th of April? I'll oh. be at the NFL draft. So, oh, that's lame. There's that. <laughs> it's not yeah. lame. It's absolutely lame. You guys are going to get tagged in a shit ton of videos again. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I won't be watching them because I'll be watching <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Ooh. A what now? Avengers Endgame comes yeah. out April 26th. All right. I don't give a shit about drafting whoever the fuck you draft in a draft. <laughs> I don't even, I still don't understand how a draft works. I've watched Draft Day. I still don't understand that's how a draft great, works. First of all, that's a great movie and deserves uh, deserves to be mentioned a, a second time. Draft Day, starring Kevin Costner. Uh, great, great movie. And really represents how drafts get done and the interactions between prospective young players and, and, and football general managers and coaches and the 
the actual commissioner was there. It was great. But that's not what's important right now. It's that Avengers Endgame comes out in just 25 days. There was an interview that came out with Chris Evans who said that he got to see the first hour of the movie. And he said he cried several times during the first hour of a three-hour It's going to be a mess. If Captain America can't hold it together for an hour, how do we as normal people stand a goddamn chance? We don't. Mm -mm. Ugly crying. I've never been so excited to be emotional in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as is our custom with the blockbuster, we tend to take a look at the movies this month uh, and give our patrons an exclusive episode. So I do want to announce that Shazam will be our uh, spoiler cast for this month. Uh, And as a favor to all you wonderful fans, we are going to talk about Avengers Endgame right here in the main feed. No need to become a patron to listen to that episode. However... Uh, Brian was uh, going through his uh, selection, his many long cabinets of movies, and decided for this month, our retro review is going to be the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So, because they're teams, get it? Because they're teams. It's a team of literary characters, and, and Avengers is a team of people. So These to- themes are getting very thin. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, to hear our exclusive coverage of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and Shazam, head over to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd. Join our tiers, and you will get access to those episodes. And for those of you who are supporting us, we thank you very much. Uh, listen, uh, let's, let's turn our attention right now to the world of comics. See how it's affecting TV, see how it's affecting movies, but right now, how is it really just affecting everyone getting ready for Avengers Endgame? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! And, and listen, it's, it's, I just looked at the, looked at the, the show notes and it's, uh, two, uh, Endgame topics, so, yay! So, Avengers Endgame, uh, released some pictures, uh, this week to kind of hype up the movie, some in color, some in black and white, representing the fallen and the survivors with the tagline on it, Avenge the Fallen, which, by the way, has been memed just wonderfully across the Internet. I just I, I, I'm enjoying them. And some of them are right here in the show notes. Uh, my favorite one in the show notes is the one of Pampy's mom in black. And it says Avenge oh, the Fallen. Yeah. Uh, but it was just interesting to see. Uh, we also got some confirmation of a few uh, the fate of a few characters in the Avengers universe, we know that uh, um, Valkyrie, Shuri. Uh, Valkyrie survived. Shuri is uh, dead, decimated, decimated. Um, Spider Man somehow got a haircut. Whatever, that's how it is. Um, thoughts on on? There's barbers in the Soul Gem. What do you? What of it? <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? What, what do you want to fight about it? Uh, what did you guys think about the uh, not only the memes but also just the actual source pictures? They're perfectly balanced in every way. They are actually. <laughs> it is balanced. They are legit. Perfectly balanced. I think I read an article and, and this was my, my, my feeling before I read it. And then I was like, Oh, someone else smart like me. Um, <laughs> wow. Humble brag. The big thing is that like everybody's so concentrated on, on the color uh, on the black and whites. Cause those are the people who got decimated, but you really need to be worried about those people who are in the posters in color. Yeah. Cause they are the people who are most likely not going to make it out of this movie. Yeah. And I'm going to cry. Anyway, I'm excited. Uh, the campaign has been awesome. The everybody, everybody uh, tweeted out their own like character poster that said "One Month Away" when they dropped all these yeah. posters, um, which was very cool. <laughs> I thought the odd one out, just the one that was just like, "You get a poster," was a uh, Happy Hogan, and I get that he like launched the ship. And when I say Happy him, I mean and Pepper got John got Favreau, posters. but I mean just like 
I mean, are you? Was there anyone going? Oh, I wonder if, wonder if Happy survived the decimation. Oh, I hope Happy he did. Made it. So did yeah. Pepper. I thought about I thought about Happy and Pepper. Sure. Really, everybody uh, thought about Happy and Pepper. All right, I didn't. I thought about Happy and Pepper. Well, guess I'm just heartless. Yay me. <laughs> anyway, has anybody noticed? Am I reading too much into this? Yes. So there was there was uh, the featurette that they dropped, and then they they dropped a, a that trailer that showed like. The first Iron Man movie, the first Captain America movie, yeah, the first Thor movie. And yeah. then they dropped this new like featurette, which at the end showed Black Panther and Guardians and Winter Soldier and stuff. And like in both of them, like they're all in black and white, except for all the, the red. red. Yeah, I've noticed. What, what's with that? I've noticed the like, red. What's going on? Does that mean something? I, of course it means something. Where are the conspiracy theorists I'm talking not, about? Yeah, well, I'm, not, there are. I'm not going, I'm not going I, down, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. I didn't watch the featurette. I am done with any material around this. This. Oh, the featurette was awesome. I, I haven't watched it. I'm done. Yeah, Listen. I mean, it was good. It was I, good. I don't want... Uh, Chris Evans said uh, something in the same interview about how the fact that he cried that he is shocked that they released that... He said that trailer, which could have been a, a million of them, because it clearly gives away part of the movie and i'm just going are we what are we talking about and then i realized i don't want to know like i don't want to dig into this i don't want to start again i don't want to do like a last jedi thing and form my own conclusions and if it doesn't live up to that be disappointed so i'm done I i'm think, ready for it. i think everybody's having fun playing with with toying with us i think chris evans is like oh oh this is so sad you're gonna cry so much and i can't believe they showed that and i don't know if i'm coming back but maybe i will he gave a, an like, interview again where he was talking about someone's like you know do you die in the movie and he goes yeah 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 sure i die I, I i die right by the hands of tony stark i can't believe they let me do that here in disney and then my funeral takes up at least an hour and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but for real, did, did, did you die by the hands of, of, of Tony Stark? Is, is that what just happened? What did, uh, All the reactions are Chris Evans can't joke about him. Captain America dying. If he's joking about it, then maybe he does die. Unless he knows that I'm going to think he thinks that I think that he dies. So then maybe he doesn't die. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, it's too much. He's toying with us. I love it. It's all a, it's all a mind Give game. Give me the movie's movie. Not even, movie's not even coming out. They're just going to release a bunch of trailers and just never going to happen. <laughs> They're going to release it all on Vine, which again is dead, but Disney's going to buy Vine just to bring it back. I mean, there was all, that all uh, Vine meme that said Avenge the Fallen. That's true. All, all two, all, you have to watch Avengers Endgame in two-minute intervals. Oh, God. That would be awful. Uh, the movie. I want to see the movie. I just want to see the movie. I don't, like, I don't care about all the hype. I don't. I really don't. I, I thought the artwork was great. I thought the memes were funny. Um, I think everything I've seen so far has been super vague at best. That's it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, now it is time to turn our attention to the world of TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. Uh, buck, buckle up, uh, Android fanboys. You're you're in this you're in this car. All right, you're, you're you're in this car. The doors are locked. Child safety locks on the door. It may be an Apple Smart Car. Who knows? You're not getting. Maybe out. we're all in the car, but no one's driving. Who's driving the car? Bears driving car. How can that be? So, uh, uh, Tim Apple held a press conference uh, this week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tim Apple. <laughs> That's the state of the show. That's what's happening. Uh, and CJ it, actually made a funny joke. <laughs> that was really good. It was good. It was relevant. It was timely. So they held a press conference uh, this week, last week. They held a press conference. Uh, and they were going over the, some of their new subscription services. Of course, they didn't give us pricing for anything except for the one that nobody cares about. Which is anyway, 
So uh, it came down to their their TV service, which everyone has been speculating about and crazy rumors have been swirling around and tons of money thrown around. It's named Apple TV Plus. Okay, and I whoever has to work retail and explain Apple TV right now and what all those mean. I mean, hats off to you. That's going to be a difficult task. But the the larger message that I came away with, and apparently a lot of other people did as well, is uh, Apple really wants to steal the premium TV mantle from HBO. They want to really kind of make themselves now the place that you go to for like thoughtful, curated content made by uh, amazing creators, which really has been HBO's game for many years. Uh, and they're really kind of, I think, taking a shot right across the bow of, of HBO. Now, B- Josh, I know you are a very big proponent of HBO's uh, original programming. You have been a fan for a long time. I'm curious to get your feedback on some of the programming that was discussed because they didn't show anything uh, for Apple TV Plus and how you feel it may affect HBO. I mean, Spielberg, Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, Oprah. Uh, I don't care. I don't care at all. Yeah. I mean, there are they. Wait, let me let me just. Sure. Are they going to have, um, Silicon Valley? No. No. Are they going to have the Deadwood movie? No. No. I, HBO. Yeah. And then and then and then Netflix for the other stuff. But like, here's this is just another network, right? This is just another yeah place where they're going to throw money at projects and do some stuff. Right, right? but unlike HBO, Netflix, Hulu, the other streaming services, which have two things, original content and then a large back catalog of other stuff. Huge catalog, yes. Uh, Apple TV Plus is not going to be that. It's just all creatives from, again, from what we can tell right now. The thing I'll say is this, Josh. We we were talking last week about the Theranos uh, documentary on HBO. Uh, And and I was interested in it. I, I watched it. Meh. It was meh. meh. However, HBO over the last few years has made a very big name for itself with having world class documentaries. They do a great job of making their own documentaries. Uh, I, I'm also just watching Won't You Be My Neighbor, which I really wanted to see in theaters, but I'm watching on HBO. It's fantastic. Uh, if I want to watch a good documentary, I'd check HBO first. It sounds like Apple TV Plus, again, I hate this name, uh, is going to try to be the new home for that. For people who are like me, like, I want to watch something snooty and snotty, they're they're going to turn over to Apple. Uh, I, I can't really see them taking away Netflix original series. I don't think even the Jason Momoa thing sounds like it's something that would put pressure on Stranger Things or or any other you know established Netflix brand. Um, but they're really kind of aiming for that. Now, here's the reason I bring up HBO, Josh. Uh, the reason I think that it's it's kind of a bigger thing that we need to take a look at is HBO was just recently acquired uh, by a by another company. And a lot of the executives and people that have made HBO what it's been in the last, I'm going to say, 15 to, to 10 years are gone. They're leaving. They're being pushed out or they're leaving on their own right now. So it's going to change the direction of HBO and they're losing Game of Thrones. Right. And, and the Deadwood movie, it's it, people people like it. But I mean, that's not going to draw in a ton of crowds. They don't have the next big thing. And Apple TV Plus, hate the name, being new uh, is going to be nice and shiny and may attract a few people that maybe would have spent the $15 on HBO and maybe take that 15 bucks and take it over to Apple. I don't know. I, like, I'm just I mean, why didn't they do something? Here's the thing. The last two or three big things Apple tried to do have failed. The network division failed and the power division failed. (laughs) 
What was Seriously. the what was the network division? You mean like the uh, routers? Yeah. I mean, it didn't fail. They just stopped. Because it was failing. Because they were yeah. being they were I being think, edged out I, by by mesh by mesh networks and components. See, see I I think they were I think they were too early to that market and and they missed the boat on that one. You're right. You're right. Yes, yes, yes. But they were being pushed out by Eero and things like that. Yes. They were too worried about beauty, right? To make a product that worked Innovation. as well as some Correct. of the competitors. Yes, I'll right? agree with you. So, yes. and then they didn't they didn't update it regularly enough. Right. I mean. They damn near got chased out of the desktop business because they're priced out of the market on Pro, and mm-hmm. Mini wasn't updated for five years, and not everybody wants an all-in-one. Sure. So it's just – it's a – it's it's Tim Cook's going to have to pull a rabbit out of his hat. I mean, this is going to – this is going to have to be something for anybody to take it serious. I don't take it seriously. I don't think it's – I don't think it's a thing. I don't think it's uh, plausible, feasible, uh, e- either either in production or economically. I just don't – I don't. I don't see it as a thing. I don't. I don't see how you draw people who have been subscribing to HBO since the '80s, essentially, right? Um, and Netflix since the early 2000s, and DVD shipping and then streaming. I don't see how you get people away from that. Mm. So here's what I'll, I'll go say, ahead, Brian. Yeah, go ahead, Brian. I I think you're overestimating the subscription rates of HBO. I think the subscription rates of HBO is about a third of what like a Netflix is. And a lot of those people are going to pull the ripcord as soon as Game of Thrones is over. You're saying subscriptions to HBO now. I'm saying subscriptions to HBO in general. Dude, you need everybody a subscription to HBO, HBO no. to have HBO go. Yeah, and everybody's got HBO. No, they don't. No, they don't. I really, really think you're overestimating. Really? Yeah, really. In the height, in the height of HBO's popularity, when like The Sopranos was on, their subscription rate was about 33 million out of a standard cable network attracting 100 million. I just watched a documentary on this. Don't look it up. Okay, cool. So I I can only assume it's grown since then. But I would not say it's grown to the point where we talk about Netflix and we talk about several hundred million subscribers. HBO is not that just yet. And that's fine. They never wanted to be that. But to CJ's point, the people who have built the network where, hey, you don't like Game of Thrones. Okay, that's fine. We got ballers. Hey, if you don't like ballers, that's okay. We've got uh, whatever that Reese Witherspoon show is that I'm drawing a blank on. Like there was always something there for people to watch and for for people to justify the cost. With those people leaving, I don't see that content being made anymore. They're already canceled or are going to cancel Silicon Valley. Right. And Game of Thrones is ending. And a Deadwood movie, no one's going to subscribe to HBO for a month. What they'll just wait for the Deadwood movie to come out on some sort of other platform. It's, I have I have some I have some numbers. Okay, okay. Just, I, I'd like to listen to the numbers because, again, my data is out of date. Okay, so this this data uh, is from 2018. Um, Netflix, uh, 139 million subscribers. Uh, HBO had 5 million streamers and 142 million subscribers via cable and streaming total around the world. Um, it, this is still the biggest, like, it, it's, the, it's the biggest service mm-hmm. for premium content in the world. So, like, I don't understand how Apple would think they could possibly take that on. My point is they, they've employed people like Steven Spielberg, who was going to take his Amazing Stories show to HBO, and they have it on Apple TV+. Yeah, Plus and, now. And, and I'll like, – go ahead. They're, they're, it's not so much about the content anymore. It's always about the creators nowadays with people like 
hey, everybody likes Reese Witherspoon, everybody likes Jennifer Aniston, everybody likes Steven Spielberg. If those people start leaving HBO, you're going to see an influx of people go over to something like this just because they like the content or the or at least the creators behind the content. So, uh, and, and John, to give you an idea of scale for this, to, to again, uh, listen, Apple's got a ton of money, right? And and just because you throw money at something doesn't mean that it's good, that it's of quality, or that it means that it'll it'll be successful. We can all agree on that, correct? Mm. Okay. So Apple threw right now in, in in one year in 2018 one billion dollars in getting these people to create content for their platform. Again, that doesn't mean anything about the quality, the ability to market, anything like that. I'm just saying that that that's a ton of money to throw at something to come up against an HBO. That is peanuts for Netflix. I mean that. I mean that's. I mean they made that probably on. On three shows, right? They probably spent all that together. Even though no one knows how they make money. Uh, right, no one knows. Uh, it's just interesting. I, 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 I see that they are targeting HBO. I don't know if it'll be successful either, Josh. First off, tell me a freaking price. I can't tell you if anyone's going to subscribe to it if yeah. I don't have a price. I, I don't think... I got bigger issues with this, especially since Spielberg isn't even directing Amazing Stories. Right. He's, he's, he's executive just, he's producer, producing. which he's that producing. means nothing. Yeah. He's he's eating the snacks on the, on the table. It doesn't matter. You can put the name he Spielberg in front of He directed the Amazing Stories everything. in 85, but Spielberg hasn't directed anything great in years. I agree with you well, Are this. you joking? He just got... Uh, no. Oh, the no. Academy Award for Bridge of Spies. Yeah. Bridge of Spies was, what, it was years, years ago. ago. A, a, four years a was ago? 2015, and B, that movie sucked. That was a bad movie. Okay, in your opinion, no, but it's it still... It was a bad movie. I didn't like, see the movie. My point is... <laughs> that's like, kind of the problem. Relevant. Well, stop right Lincoln there. Lincoln was okay, but like the no, last good thing relevant. he did was Catch Me If You Can in 2002. That was the last good thing he did. Yeah. In your opinion. Come I on, mean, Brian. I Listen, I... I did you really I'm like the gonna, Adventures of Tintin? Were you super happy with A Timeless Call or Munich? A Timeless Call? A Timeless Call, or War of the Worlds, or The Terminal, or Minority Report. It's fucking embarrassing. I actually love Minority Report and War of the Worlds. And Brian, uh, you and I were big fans of Ready Player One, the book. I I, I, I enjoyed it was the movie. A fun, it, was a, it, was, see, it was an okay movie, but it's not a Spielberg movie. I, I was right. not blown no, the fuck that, away that's by That's not that. my point. That, that, that doesn't matter, because... You don't like him You're anymore. You're saying it's about the doesn't creators, mean, but he's not creating. Doesn't mean he's not a viable name. Right, okay. People so, still hear Spielberg. Yeah. I'm not fucking done. People still hear Spielberg <laughs> and think E.T. and Jaws and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. They don't fucking think about the things that they don't like. They don't think about the fact that he produced five Transformers movies, four of them which were trash. So I've never listen, seen E.T. or Jaws. So my point is. He's a recognizable name that people actually care about who can draw people away. And going back to my original point, if Apple does this right, they're releasing this at the right time where you have this huge change up happening in HBO with big movers and shakers and content creators leaving. And a, one of the biggest phenomenons to ever happen on that show since Sopranos, Game of Thrones ending this is a perfect time for people to say, you know what? There's nothing on HBO for me anymore. I'm going to just end it. I'm not saying they're going to jump ship and go to Apple TV right away. They're just going to cancel their subscription. And then maybe once something interesting gets released on Apple TV Plus, they jump. They they spend their $15 there. I, th I think we can all agree that this is, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Apple making the push to target the HBO market is probably their plan, right? Whether it be successful or not, totally up in the air, right? 
But I think it's safe to say that's their plan, looking at their programming, right? So we'll see what happens, because that's a big name going against another really big name. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going on. Again, there were other things that were announced at this event. Nothing really super. Ex- when's the Apple TV TV come out? <laughs> the Apple like when Apple I'd TV love to plus explain that. No, I mean, like the actual TV that's made oh, by never. Apple. It'll never come Apple out. Apple TV TV. It'll never come out. Apple TV 2 TV. Ne- it'll never come out because they're putting Apple TV <laughs> electric boogaloo. <laughs> it'll never come out because as we discussed a couple weeks ago, they're, they're oh, this was also announced. They're putting the Apple TV app on Roku and Fire TV as well as Samsung, LG, Vizio, and Sony TVs. So they're never going to make their own physical television in the next probably 15 years. So it'll never happen. Uh, listen, it's very interesting. I would love to hear from your perspective, listener, what you think about Apple TV Plus maybe making the push towards taking the HBO uh, mantle or, or trying to go after HBO subscribers. Do you think that's the strategy that will work? And I'd love to know from your opinion, if after Game of Thrones, what's keeping you on, on HBO? What's keeping that subscription for you uh, still on your under charge? The back catalog. It's sure as shit not ballers, and it's not the back catalog. Nine, a lot of people, Josh, are not like you. They don't watch things four or five times until they truly can t- say that they well, love them. Then they don't love it. They they truly watch it once, maybe twice, and then they're done. That is the average consumer. That is the, the, the day of the age of Netflix. That's what it's done to us, is we just watch it and move on. Not everybody has a shelf like me. Not everybody streams something four or five times like you. It's just being, not the way it works. Mean. I don't know why you're being mean. <laughs> I'm being mean. But there's I'm there's definitely you. curmudgeonry happening. No curmudgeonry. Well, Dare let's... I say poop pantsery. <laughs> poop pantsery. Those are some fighting words, sir. So now that we're done yelling about the streaming wars, which, by the way, this who was yelling? I was just passionate. So now that we're done talking about yelling? the streaming I'm wars, I'm not yelling. Now that we're, I'm not yelling. <laughs> All why right. Are so, why are you being so defensive, Brian? So I read this next headline and I had to just I, I chuckle a little bit and I just thought it was nice. And I thought I would share it. So there was a, a local high school that was putting on an, uh, their own adaptation of Alien uh, for their school theater production. Oh, I saw photos of this. It was, it was, it was actually real. pretty, pretty well done and, and pretty well executed. Uh, yeah. Of course, the powers to be in other studios uh, heard heard about this. And we're just about to send their lovely cease and desist letters when Ridley Scott saw what he uh, saw what they were doing and said, OK, I'm f- completely fine with this. I, I endorse this and I am OK with them doing this. And then he made a request. Can you do Gladiator next? So Ridley Scott saying, yes, you guys can totally go ahead and do this and requested that this high school in New Jersey for their next production Dude, Gladiator. Did that really stop Fox's lawyers from saying, no, we're going to put a freaking injunction yes, on this? Yes, because I'm first, sure. First of all, secondly, Alien's no longer owned by Fox. It's owned by Disney. Uh, but I'm sure Ridley Scott has some kind of paperwork somewhere that says, this thing's mine. Yeah, no, no, he doesn't. Not Definitely does not. Otherwise, they wouldn't have let them well, no, bastardize production it with Alien 4 and Alien v Predator and all this other well, stuff. I don't know, but he said yes, so it's happening. So take that. Brian, this next topic uh, you definitely brought to my attention, but I, I I do have a couple fans of this franchise who have sent this to me as well. Uh, after fifteen, oh, I, hold on, I, I read it wrong. Fifteen thousand seasons, yeah, fifteen thousand no, 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 seasons. It was just fifteen. Oh, it was just fifteen. Are you sure? Yeah. Yes, Supernatural I'm sure. uh, is coming to an end. Uh, this. I want everybody to know mm-hmm. the show was per the show's creator. The show was supposed to end after season five. It has gone on 
10 more seasons because of the the huge fan base it has. I really enjoy this show. I have I am a little bit far behind, but now that's ending, I can finally catch up. This this we talked about this before. This show is on my list of shows I refuse to watch on principle. I get there's very passionate fans about it. My own brother and my own niece are huge mega fans of Supernatural, and they're upset that it's 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 over. 15 seasons is ridiculous. It's impossible to catch up on it. You're jumping onto a speeding bullet train. Well, now that it's over, to you catch can up start from the beginning. No, I'm not watching 15 seasons well, of a show. You can bang this out in like six years. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. No. I'm sorry it's ending. And and again, it's just another thing for the CW to, to, to not have, and they'll just rerun it. But uh, this will live on in syndication for another millennia. Uh, 15 seasons is way too long. I'm so glad that fans of this series got 15 seasons of it. Like, if, if you give me 15 seasons of Scrubs, I'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. Let it ride till it dies. But I just, no, I, this, this is too many. I'm, I'm glad it's, I'm glad it's done. I'll never have to hear about the show again. Yay, it's over. I'm going to make you watch it. Josh, no. Mm-hmm. Josh, thoughts on 15 seasons of Supernatural? Never watched a moment. Yeah, not really. I have no thoughts. Not really. Yeah, it's a good show. Not really caring about this. It's the X Files with demons. It's also got Jeffrey D. Morgan in it. Just FYI, not in a ton, but he is in it. I mean, great, but haven't they tried to connect this show to like three other different shows? Like Scooby Doo, no. I know had a weird tie into it or something. And yeah, I, I I I haven't watched that one, but I'm pretty sure yes, they did have a uh, crossover with Scooby Doo for fun. I don't know. All right. When you're dealing with the supernatural, really, the world's your oyster. You can do whatever the hell you want. There was, there is a really great episode of this of this series where they get transported to a world where they are actors playing two characters on a show called Supernatural. Oh my god! So they have to act as themselves, but they don't know what it's. It's funny. No, the, it's no, really no you know what that was? Oh, it, Brian, you know it sounds hilarious. No, <laughs> <laughs> so that's the writers' room going. Hey guys, what's the episode this week? They're like. Oh, we're still on the air? Yeah. Uh, I don't really know. Uh, Here we go. Bazinga. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for my favorite hobby in the world, which is to go around the internet, find the weird, find the obscure, then ask these two gentlemen for a tech perspective. Now, Brian, uh, this topic was actually suggested by you. Tell me about the smart notebook on Amazon. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to interrupt you because this was my topic. Uh, oh, very. Oh, how the turns have tabled. You're not very good at it. Are you done? There you go. Do you want to throw in a horse sound in there? There you go. Okay. So the smart notebook. I actually found this to be quite uh, in uh, interesting. It's an actual notebook mm-hmm. that you can, uh, you know, write your notes, musings, draw pictures, perhaps whatever you know, little straight lined s's you want to put in there, or or you know, penile drawings as as one could do sometimes. Um, really, what about the rails is, on this one, buddy? I'm just saying those are things that people put in notebooks. I don't know when the last time you've been to a high school was. People put those things in notebooks. Don't, Josh, am I wrong? Don't, don't hang around high schools right now. You know, thirty-year-old man. And I mean, I, I, I don't Josh, know. Josh, What were you sixteen? Like when you were doing that? I I use like a serious notebook, like a serious. I do now. This well, is why that, I that's find what this, this interesting. That's, this is for us. 
who says so? Maybe some some other kid wants to use the smart notebook. Because here's the cool thing about the smart he notebook. He went right back to Dick. He did. He went Do you want right to resegue this? And I'll spare you that that terrible, embarrassing whole five minutes. No, I'm going to let it you're ride. You're going to let that ride? You're, you're confident with that going out into the world. Your father's Why going to I? hear that. I just want you to know, your father and mother are going to listen to that part, and they're going to be like, I'm proud of my son for that segue. Is that what you want to do? They are proud of All me. All right, that's fine. You, you do you, boo. Not just for the, not for that segue, but they're proud of me. Anyway. Right. So they, oh, wait, but it's not electronic. It's not electronic. So the, so the way this works is it is a, a, a notebook that lets you reuse its 36 pages I'm out. Um, by transferring the data into uh, Google Drive, Dropbox, Evernote, One, uh, OneNote, iCloud, email. But essentially, the, the added thing that you have to do is you... Uh, tag each page with a certain symbol and then you scan it with your phone and it'll go into your perspective cloud. And then once you're done with it, you can delete that page and then continue <laughs> writing in it. Wait, wait, wait. I got to ask a question. It's, it's $30. It is. It is. It is it's affordable. really affordable. But it's Brian. It's a whiteboard. Exactly. Uh, it's a pocket whiteboard. But like, unless I'm in a meeting and I write all my notes and then in that moment I take a picture like if I close the the lid on it and put it in my laptop bag it's getting all smudged up see that's the only thing I don't know is how the ink will getting all smudged up it's a, if it's, it's, a, it's, a it's 36 pages you have to imagine you can close the book without it getting smudged up as soon as you put it in a bag and it creates friction with the cover that's that's curtains man. do you have to that's use a no. special pen i'm very confused by you this. you do have to use the special pen that's how you are able to erase it and reuse it wasn't there a notebook very similar to this that even like traced like it it, it had like a, a the smart pen right that knew where you were drawing right I, on like, paper and then I, it, I know, it, it instantly yeah. the, the, a product like this existed before now you couldn't erase it and reuse the paper which is cool but i mean you had to buy a special pen a special notebook with special paper and and you could do this has existed, right? I'm not I'm not I'm not I, look, making bought, this product up, right? I, I bought I bought my my fancy ass notebook um at um you know uh, one of the major office supply stores and um like the replacement inserts are like I think maybe ten bucks and you know they're fifty a piece or whatever. I like and I bought a nice pen and it has a hole for my nice pen and I get I get the point of reusing stuff like that. I'm just worried about if I don't capture those, if I don't use the app to upload to the cloud immediately. And at that point, like, I'm just, I could take a picture of anything and upload it to the cloud. This isn't any different than what people have been doing with whiteboards for years. You write I a bunch of notes going up, to, you I'm going to put your, I'm going to put your uh, uh, fears at ease. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, I'm reading several, I'm reading the, it's actually on Amazon, $30. I'm reading the product descriptions and the, and the reviews. Some of the reviews are talking about many of the penis drawings that they use that stay preserved. <laughs> um, but seriously, um, it says here, the Everlast notebook can be used with any pen, marker, or highlighter from the Pilot Frixian line. It, says it has to be a special pen made by that company. Add a drop of water and the notebook erases like magic. You need to get the page wet to, to erase it. <laughs> so you can close it. All you want. Calm down, CJ. Wow. Wow, CJ. Uh, and I'm the I'm one gonna, no, with the, I with stand, the juvenile. I stand by that joke. <laughs> of course you do. 
Live scribe. Sorry. To Brian's credit and to the notebook's credit, it has four and a half stars on over three thirty one hundred ratings. I'm buying one right now. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna buy one. I'm gonna buy one just to have one. Um, because I see, like, I see this as something my coworkers would absolutely use. Look, we go through notebooks like crazy because yeah. everything we do, every 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 doc we create, every uh, proposal we're a part of, there's you know, 37 revisions on every page. You know what I mean? So you're, you're constantly taking notes you're constantly changing things. This is, this is a really cool thing, especially if I can store it in one place. I wish I was better at, um, using Evernote, which I'm not. Oh, yeah. That's a good power tool. Um, I, I know it is. I'm just not good yeah, at it. it takes, there's um, a learning curve associated with it, but I, I do, I am good at keeping my Google drive, uh, organized. So, so I, this is this is helpful. So I have questions, and and it's all really about the. Is it how much does it cost after tax? Because it's thirty two dollars. No, so I have questions about durability and replacements. So how much does a replacement pen cost? Like how much is just a pen? Um, I'm looking at the Pilot Frixion Clicker. So that's a pack of pens, sure. uh, from the the approved company. Right. There are, I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight pens in here for ten eighty five. Does it tell you how many times you can reuse this? When 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 does this eventually wear out? It's still worth the while of, of thirty dollars compared to a good notebook. I gotta tell you, man, if it's if it if it actually works the way Brian says it's gonna work, I'm gonna write one or two, three maybe three maybe pages. Before I can upload it, and I would immediately erase them and re like I'm not sure I would go past the but, first. But how many times can you reuse like a like what's the how many breakdown? times can you reuse a whiteboard before you have to like bleach? How many times must it? Oh, sorry. you already mentioned Forrest Gump today. I figured I'd just really go there. Mm-hmm. But I know I'm legitimately curious. How, like how do, do you? Is there an FAQ? So about- hang on, I, I'm I'm looking for some answers for you. But one of the answers that you might find uh, interesting. Is how does this notebook work for left-handed people? Will I end up smearing my notes as I write? Oh, thank you. Yes. You just turn it upside down. The answer is I am left-handed. It does smear if you're not careful. I found that using the 0.5 millimeter pen refills instead of the 0.7 pen refills uh, comes with helps a lot since they put less ink on the page so it dries faster. That's just typical Um, left-handed stuff. That's fine. Typical left-handed problems. Now on to I had that regardless of smart or not. This is cool. Yeah, I don't see anything saying how many times you can use it. But I'll tell you what we'll do, CJ. I just ordered one. I have Prime, so it will be at my house by Monday. We can just we can just draw on it, erase and draw on it, erase all day until your heart's content. Yeah, I gotta know. I gotta know how it works because, like, honestly, like my next step with the notebook thing is really just a transition to an iPad Pro. I swear to God, with with a with a with a pencil, like I'm. Yeah, I have a pro with a pencil. That's the funny thing. I'm afraid if I bring it to work to write down my work stuff, I'll just end up playing games and watching, you know, Reddit. <laughs> Be responsible. I'm not responsible, Josh. That's why I'm friends with CJ. That's very true. Um, okay, this is interesting. I mean, it's I, I, I still have some questions, however, it sounds pretty freaking cool. And and honestly, you could get a semi good notebook, right? Good quality notebook for around the same price. But then after you fill it. I mean, your your SOL, you got to buy another one unless you're going to keep that's right. all your notes, you know, in, in a in, in, in a shelf somewhere like Brian with his movies. 
you know, having them on Dropbox, Google Drive, or you know, Slack. You even put them on iCloud. Way better than trying to locate the notebook where you wrote that one thing. That yeah, uh, this mm-hmm. isn't okay. I've come around. Color me intrigued, Brian. Once you get it, I would love to try it out as a left-handed person to realize if I could even use the product. Absolutely, yeah, and sir. I just want to hear an opinion on it because I'm I'm a big. I I got three I got three notebooks I got three notebooks on my desk right now. Stay tuned for my review. This is this is officially a product that we're going to have to give a nerd degree to once Brian actually gets it, and then whether see whether or not he gets that kind of nerd uh, seal of approval on this if we recommend it to people. Well, by the way, we're not being paid by this this company at all. Just want the record to be clear. I just found the article, thought it was interesting, put it in tech perspective. Not paid or endorsed by this 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 company in any way, shape, or form. But if you would like to, you can just get in contact with us on you know, com. All right. So uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the ticket service Adam Tickets, but they are trying to, quote, challenge MoviePass. And but MoviePass is dead. With a subscription ticket platform for theaters. Now, before we start complaining about MoviePass, which, by the way, can we complain about MoviePass because it's dead and it's dumb and stupid? Here's the deal. Adam Tickets doesn't want to be the company that does this. What they want to be is the platform. They are going to build all the infrastructure and sell this to theaters, so if they wanted to have their own movie pass or A-list, oh. you use Adam Tickets as the platform to do this. Now, what's cool about this is it will give you things like ticket uh, ticket benefits and points. You can redeem points and buy your tickets, but then also buy a ticket for a friend on the platform without having to do a separate transaction. It's all this stuff that is very complicated to do, and theaters don't want to do it themselves Adam Tickets wants to build the platform, sell the platform to the theaters. They white label it, and that's that. Uh, so it's not trying to do what MoviePass did, just to have the infrastructure. Now, the other part, too, is because Adam Tickets has been doing this already for, for many years, their big thing is they're going to help curtail the abuse that MoviePass uh, allegedly uh, had. MoviePass allegedly said that 20% of his customers were abused in the service. I would also like to know that MoviePass just thought that everyone was abusing the service because they actually just used it. So uh, take that number from MoviePass with the tiniest grain of salt. Uh, but this is cool because there are a couple smaller chains, right, who can't compete with what MoviePass has. They can't build that out from scratch. And I don't know if you guys have used Adam tickets. They're very easy to, to work with and to process payments. It's seems actually pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it does seem cool. I don't think um, I don't think I'd pay for another another movie service. But if I didn't have an AMC near me. And Adam Tickets worked with like a new vision. Or Regal or, or something, yeah. Well, Regal's a pretty big brand. Like Regal's everywhere. Cinemark's everywhere. AMC's everywhere. But like the smaller ones, and especially like the neighborhood and the mom and pop ones, this would be a cool thing. Like, um, you know, for, for you know, people in smaller towns, not urban centers, so to speak, right. that, that have a bunch of smaller theaters – this would be a good service. Yeah, we've talked about it several times. How, you know, we have A-list, but there's other people who, who don't, right? This would be a great thing for all the movie taverns. Ever. Oh, my God. Yes. I would love that. But, like, I would never go. But, like, this would be a good thing for all the movie. Like, if you, anywhere you go in the world, want to get into a movie tavern, use this service, that'd be that'd be fantastic. Uh, I would, I would like to. Uh, who like to hear people would, chewing while they watch yeah, it. Yeah, I know you're very against it. I would also maybe like to see this maybe a little broader where Adam Tickets has a little network of theaters that participate with it. That, that, that they can do regional. So, Josh, if you're traveling and you're visiting somewhere, you exactly. can just pop and say, oh, okay, well, this place, they, they tie in with a network of, like, a credit union, would, you know, how they all work together kind of thing. Let me take it one step further. What I would really like is uh, for a service like this, 
to almost work like um, airplane Wi-Fi, where you could just buy oh yeah a a week of service or maybe a couple, you know, whatever. What, sure. And I'm not I'm not saying you get a big discount, but like I don't want to give you my credit card information and then worry about having to cancel right. when I'm only going to use it for a certain amount of time. So like, especially if you're on vacation somewhere and your family are moviegoers and you just want to have that as an option, mm-hmm. buying a week of service where you can get, like if I sign four people up and it costs me uh, $7 per person for a week right? for three movies. Like I would yeah. do that. What, what's really cool is, again, is, is everything that they have. So things like reserve seating, right, in advanced, inviting friends through your contacts, pre-ordering concession, uh, concessions, and uh, basically using your phone to check in rather than having to present an actual ticket. Those are real struggles that there are local theater chains around us, which are not big conglomerate chains that uh, do have reserved seating. But if I buy a ticket online, it reserves like my ticket. I have to go to the, the like the I got to get to the, the box office early and be like, I want that seat. Here's my reservation number. Right. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. The seat you want is gone. I would like to just do it right there when I bought the ticket. Uh, and, and I think that would be pretty interesting. Um, uh, color me interested. I, I don't, just like you said, Regal is pretty big. They don't have something like this, but they could probably build their own. Uh, I, I think it's, I think it's ideal for, for movie tavern. Uh, yeah, it, it would be nice. So I, I'm curious, you know, what else maybe this could kind of go towards and, and, you know, see who could, could take advantage of this. But, uh, I think it's pretty interesting. The other part too, is this is not a startup, right? Adam tickets is an established company already they already have a working business model that isn't necessarily tied into this so unlike movie pass if this doesn't take off adam tickets still exists uh their stock is not going to be less than a penny uh or less than the nine tenths of a cent like you would when you buy gas like you know movie passes so um uh more more power to it and more services like this please give me a way to just pay one little fee and see all the movies i want i'm good for that brian you're extremely quiet i think you're just going i got a list what do i do this for I've got A-list. Why do I care about this? (laughs) I've got A-list and I live walking distance from my AMC. You do. It's really really annoying how close you live to your AMC. And the weather's starting to get warm. I turned to my fiance. I was like, I can't wait to walk across the street and see a movie. (laughs) I'm just going to stumble my ass into the theater. You're like, I can't wait to walk, not down the aisle, to the local AMC. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is our show. That is what is going on in the nerdy world. Now I have two requests from you, please. Number one, please go share this show with your friend because sharing is the ultimate internet currency, and we thank you for your donation. Uh, but also love it if you could go ahead and get access to those exclusive Patreon episodes. Go to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd and go enjoy some of our fabulous back catalog of exclusive episodes. I want to thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work, and we will see you next week. Well, welcome to the club because you are back on a nerd. And also, and also, n- maybe never say what up again. CJ. Don't ever say what up. Did you just? Yeah, don't ever say what. Did up. Did I say what up? Yeah, it was. Just, didn't he just say what up there? Yeah, I, I, I think he said what's up. Oh. Or or maybe he had a 1994 flashback and said what's up. <laughs> I probably did say what's up. <laughs> uh, that's that sounds about sounds about right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, since he should be the over the but we do need to talk about the fact that it is the first of the month. Month, wow! I mean, munch. I can't speak. it is also the first of the munch. Yeah, 
The first munch is always the best munch. Sure tell you. Well, you know what? You know why I'm making all these errors? Yeah, I'm gonna open your salsa. I'm gonna get my salsa. Mm. It's not bubbly. I don't. I don't approve. I it's only drink bubble. Dasani sparkling berry. It's very delicious. Nah. <laughs> thoughts, Joshua? Uh, you don't have thoughts. It's fine. I mean, I mean, I mean, you have thoughts, just not it, about this topic. You learned about a wonderful gorilla from 2016. You did learn about well. Harambe this week. I don't like. I, I, I know I'm you don't just, care. Like what? Who cares? I'm here without Harambe. Yours with me in my a, mouth. A bunch of freaking a people A lot of cared. people care about Harambe. Why? I, dude, I don't know. It's just a moment. You missed it. He was gonna he was gonna drag a kid around like by the ankle like Hulk did to Loki in the first <laughs> Avengers movie. So like <laughs> sorry that I just laugh at that, but that's hilarious. No, I don't it's true. I don't I can't shoot him. He's a fucking monkey. What do I care? Now that we're done talking about the streaming wars this week, thank you. Uh, let us. I, I read this headline and I get, not to be confused with the franchise wars. Yeah, no, which Taco no, Bell no. won. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Taco Bell won. Uh, yeah. Unless you lived in Europe and then apparently it wasn't Taco Bell, but it was. What was the deal? They, was it Pizza Hut? No, hold on. I gotta look this up. The franchise wars was different in in other countries. I don't remember that ever being mentioned in Demolition Man. Yep. No. I mean, it, it has been about four years since I've seen it. Well, my MK Ultra status we've talked about, right? What shit are you making? I'm, no, I'm not kidding you. The, in the international cut, it was... Are you just Googling Franchise War? I don't know how that's going to work for you. Ah, aha. In some markets outside of the United States, all references to Taco Bell and Demolition Man were changed to Pizza Hut. What? Yes. I knew this was a thing. <laughs> oh, Lord. so you're saying when they released the movie overseas, they changed it to Pizza Hut. Yes. Not Taco Bell. Got it. Correct. And there's my proof. Okay. It's like they changed Captain America's list. Yes, just like yes. the change of the list. And uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Change the list. Uh, you don't have to send us the article. We I, <laughs> no one ever believes me, Brian. I don't know what's going on today. I'm no, that actually uh, sounds like something that they would fucking do. Yeah, uh, for sure. I don't know what the Europeans have against Taco Bell, but maybe they don't like it. I don't know. Or maybe they're just not there. Well, I don't know. But he said yes, so it's happening. So take that. <laughs> Uh, uh, what was that? Uh, That's not how you win arguments. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't I, really even know what to say to that. What the fuck? What just happened? You're making a lot of weird mouth right now. You're you're not. Why you are you part of the horse? <laughs> Hold on, I have to count. You know, count. you know. One. I could take care of some of that shit in your shoes and, and it could melt it down and make it glue if you are indeed a horse. I don't know. Okay, listen. You may not know this. But I'm offended by this. Not because of the reason you think it is, but this me being a horse thing is a running gag that Jenny and I have. And I feel like you're conspiring with her right now to bring this horse thing to my attention. Stop making horse noises. And how dare you? Stop making I'm horse gonna noises. Tell, I'm going to tell Jenny horse. that you called me a horse today. She's yeah. going to literally go on the floor and roll around and laugh. <laughs> 